and welcome to the Log Pod Podcast, a podcast specifically about the League of Gentlemen plus one woman fantasy football league. If you're not a member of that fantasy football league, this will make no sense and be extremely boring. Please leave. If you are a member, enjoy. Okay, go ahead. Hey, this is Vince Young, and you are listening to the Log Pod Podcast. Hey, this is Vince Young, and you listen to the Log Podcast. Oh, yeah! What is up, League of Gentlemen? How's it going? So yes, that was Vince Young, the Vince Young, telling everybody, welcome to the Log Podcast, because he couldn't, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, what happened was, before the Big 12 championship game, he was outside, they were doing a meet and greet. Instead of going up there and taking a picture like everybody else, I went up there and I asked him, to give us that little intro for our log pod podcast. And I mean, you heard me. It's like he uh, didn't, that was the second take. And yeah, anyway, he didn't quite remember that it was called the log pod. He, he got confused, but that's okay. I should have written it on like a wristband or something. All right, we've got some big things happening in the League of Gentlemen. Here we are, episode 14, the last week before the playoffs and we got a lot of stuff going on i'm going to briefly hit the trade tracker we're going to look at what's going on against the projection remember we did that week six so i have to updated that um, i also updated the top six bottom six and i also did a little bit of playoff projecting so like what would happen if um the playoffs uh if the projections happened who would be in the playoffs <clears throat> and it's really interesting all right, so let's jump into it. We're going to do the trade tracker. Trade tracker. I'm going to very much limit this. Um, Lamar Jackson is injured. Christopher and McCann traded. Lamar Jackson for Mariota, Judy, and Cook. And obviously McCann's going to win that because Lamar Jackson is out and Christopher is upset. All right, then the other trade, we had fantasy football expert get Samari Cooper, Nick gets Leonard Fournette. And the update on that is fantasy football expert is up about 3x, x to 3x. So fantasy football expert is definitely looking to win that. Although Nick, you know, there's some running back scarcity, so there's something to be said for that. All right, that's the trade tracker. Next thing we're going to do is we're going to look at against the projection. Against the projection. So I went through and, you know, we're projected to have certain scores every week. And sometimes we do better. Sometimes we do worse. And sometimes we do a lot worse. Sometimes we do a lot better. As a league, we are 633 points under the projection. I don't know if that's good or bad or if it's just reminiscent of where the league is or just maybe lines in general are lower. Well, the lines are higher and, you know, so, yeah, there's that. But um, yeah, there are one, two, three, four teams that have beaten the projection seven times. Um, that means they're seven and six against the projection. And those are the highest. That would be Rayford, Amanda, fantasy football expert, and McCann. And then we've got Smitty and Jordan, who are at six and seven against the projection. I'm at five and eight, so is Christopher, so is Urban. 
And then we've got Dad and LaRoche at 4-9. Nick is at 3-10 and 10 against the projection. So I guess Nick is projected to have more points than he usually does. And overall points also kind of are pretty close to that. Overall as a – oh, yeah, I forgot. There's only one team that points-wise is over the projection, and that's Rayford. Rayford is 133 total points over the projection. Everybody else is under. The next closest, I think, is – Urban at minus 27. So even though he has five wins against the projection, he had those, he had that, the, a couple of huge weeks there that he was way over his projection. And in general, he's projected to get lower points um, than some of the other teams in the league. At least it started off that way. All right, that's against the projection. Now we're going to go to the top six, bottom six. Top six, bottom six. So I've updated this. We talked about this last week. Um, last week, the top six scores were Rayford, fantasy football expert, Smitty, LaRoche, McCann, and Dad. And of all those people, um, Smitty's the only one who was a top six score and ended up with a loss. And then Christopher had a bottom six score and ended up with a win. So that puts Smitty at two weeks in a row where he's had a top six score and he's ended up with a loss. In fact, Smitty's had four of the last five weeks, he's had a top six score. And he has two wins and two losses to show, or two wins and three losses to show for that. So Smitty has gotten rather unlucky. There was, you know, three weeks ago, he had the number two seed. Early in the year, he was like at that one seed for a while. And so this, this is really kind of not a great way to go into the playoffs. His point totals are there. He's just getting unlucky with who he's playing. Um, okay, so now let's talk about the playoffs. Playoff wide. We're going to look at the playoff watch. So we're going to go down the list, current number one to number 12. Rayford has locked up the one seed. He can literally go out there and score zero points and still have the one seed. I really do think that would happen because he's not only is he in first, you know, with wins points wise, he's, he's like, here, I'll look it up. He's like 200 over the next best in points. Let's see points. Yeah. So he's got 1950 and then the next one below him is 1791. That's fantasy football expert. So he is, um, yeah, he, he is up there. So no one's going to outscore him by that much. And even if they did, he's got an extra win. So good job, Rayford. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You're playing Dad this week too. So, you know, if you wanted to manipulate some things, you could let Dad win. But Dad's probably out of the playoffs anyway. All right, next we've got currently um, ranked number two is fantasy football expert. And then Christopher is third. And they're in a very similar situation. They're both eight and five. And then 16 points um, separate them. Fantasy football experts have 16 points more. You know, it's pretty much whoever wins. So if Christopher is, is playing Smitty, and the fantasy football expert is playing Amanda. So right now, Christopher is projected to win and fantasy football expert is barely projected to lose. That recently changed. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, so Christopher is supposed to win, and then fantasy football expert is supposed to lose. There is a way where, like, 
if either one of them win or either one of them lose, if there's a point differential of 16 in favor of Christopher, then Christopher can pull ahead even with a loss. Uh, so that's pretty much what's going on for the two seed. It is somewhat likely, I mean, it's not very likely that anybody else is going to jump in that two seed. If both Fantasy Football Expert and Christopher lose, um, the, and then the next closest points-wise would be Smitty. Smitty has one less win, though. But Smitty is 71 points under Christopher and then about 90 points under uh, Fantasy Football Expert. So the only way that the two-seed is not Christopher or Fantasy Football Expert is if Smitty has the game of, of his life. And so that's – I'm going to go ahead and say that's not likely. Oh, let's storm it outside. You guys hear that thunder? All right. Things are getting serious. All right, when we got Smitty. So Smitty, um, he is 7-6. and six. We have a lot of 7-6 and six teams. That would be Smitty, LaRoche, me. Okay, that's it, those three. We, the three of us are 7-6. and six. But Smitty and LaRoche are both pretty safe because they are 7-6, and six, but they have a way higher point total than me, and they both have a higher point total than any of the 6-7 and seven teams. And so even with a loss, Smitty and LaRoche are probably in, even if they lost. Obviously, they'd want to win. Christopher, um, well, yeah, so some of that, you know, Christopher's matchup or fantasy football expert matchup, some of that will play a role. But at this point, nobody could really predict much of anything because anybody can beat anybody any week. And so fantasy football expert and Christopher, they just want to win and try to get the two seed. As far as, like, placement and points, whatever. I don't think any of that's going to matter for any of our seven and six teams. All right, so Smitty and LaRoche are pretty much in the same spot. If they win, they're in. If they lose, they're probably in. Now, there is a small chance that one of them could fall out if Amanda, if they lose and then I win. So if I win, that puts Smitty and LaRoche at the um, five and six seed. And then if Amanda outscores them by about 10 points, she has a chance. Um, other than that, we've got McCann down there at um, 30 points less than those. So the only way McCann gets in the playoffs is if all those seven and six teams lose and he wins. And he's also got to outscore Amanda, LaRoche, or Smitty, one of those, to sneak in. So that's where we are with those teams. And then we're going to hit – so, okay, let's just, let's just clearly outline this. Smitty is um, – if the projections happened, like everybody gets the score that they're supposed to get, then the ranks – and I'm actually going to link that here um, in the show notes. Uh, but the ranks would be – if everybody won who was supposed to win and everybody got the number of points they're supposed to get, it would be Rayford – would be the number one seed. Christopher would be the two seed. Fantasy football expert would be the three seed. LaRoche would be the four seed. Smitty would be the five seed. And Amanda would get that sixth seed. Um, when I did this exercise on Thursday, this was different. McCann had that sixth seed at that point. But since then, the numbers have changed in the fantasy football expert versus Amanda contest. Um, originally, Fantasy Football Expert was projected to win, and now Amanda is projected to win. And it really didn't have anything to do with Thursday night. 
Uh, fantasy football expert did have Las Vegas playing, their defense playing on Thursday night, and they were slightly under projection. They were projected to have like 7.6, and they had 7. So that wasn't the reason. The reason was, and it's hard for me to tell because I didn't you know, take a screenshot or anything of that team projection. He probably knows. Um, if you know fantasy football expert, let me know. But I think Saquon Barkley, his projection went down because he has kind of an injury that he's dealing with. He may not play. And if he doesn't play, then that projection's definitely going to be in Amanda's favor. Uh, so that's uh, that's where we are. And then on the outside, looking in, you got McCann at the 7, Nick at the 8, me at the 9, Dad at the 10, Urban Jordan. But really, if any of those 6 and 7 teams win, they've got a good shot to get in. Because the other thing that I haven't mentioned yet is – a lot of these, we don't have any of the six and seven teams playing each other. And the only seven and seven and six teams playing each other are me versus LaRoche. So there's going to be a lot of people rooting for me to lose that game. Amanda, McCann, and Nick, and Dad too, although Dad's got a pretty low score. All four of them are want me to lose because if I... If I lose, that puts me at seven and six, and that makes their win move them up a rank. Because if I'm tied with them at seven and seven, they'll probably move ahead of me, barring some super high point total loss. But even with a high point total loss, I'm down by a lot of points. And so I really, I need to win to get in. If I lose, I'm probably out. The only way I get in with a loss is if all of Amanda, McCann, and Nick, um, also lose. So I'm I'm in deep shit if uh, that happens. All right, so what happened last week? So Rayford did play Amanda. It was not close. Rayford's team just keeps rolling. This time, you know, he got points from A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, and Tony Pollard. So not even his usual suspects of Justin Fields or Derrick Henry, just those guys. And then Amanda just had too many, like, really low one-point scores. Cortland Sutton came out with a goose egg. Robert Woods had 1.6. She ended up going with Jalen Warren, and he had 3.9. Dalton Schultz, who looks like he could be a good tight end, also disappointed. So Rayford won, and it wasn't close. In the next matchup, we had Urban versus LaRoche. LaRoche won, and it, but this was a lock of the week for me, and it was way closer than I thought it was going to be. Um, Devontae Adams for Urban got him 37, and that was pretty much like – his big score. That keeps being the story for him. When when Devontae Adams goes off and when Eckler is good, he's pretty much unstoppable. Um, I did notice we had a fun I did wanna I want to give a shout out here real quick to Urban because he is fourth in points in the league. He's gotten unlucky this year. Now he's had some you know really high point totals. Uh, so that that really helps. And his projection is always lower, but he's definitely outscored it. Um, overall, he's only had one week where he had a top six score and got a loss. So he's not really getting that unlucky. It's just a matter of where his points, they're all coming in like a few weeks. So anyway, LaRoche won that one, and it was a big win, and it was a close game. Had LaRoche lost, I would have felt in way better position. I would have been another six and seven team. Um, so good job, LaRoche. You might get another one and, and just stay and move up into the number four ranking. I did notice uh, LaRoche had a fun, savvy move. Uh, he put the Bucks on the bench on that Monday night because it was within three points. Um, and so he wanted to make sure they didn't have a negatives. And I want to remember this because that three points could matter. 
Um, uh, the Bucks ended up scoring. I don't know what they have. Oh, the Bucks got three points. He was down by four, and the Bucks got a plus four. He wanted to make sure. I'm sorry. The matchup was down four, and he wanted to make sure the Bucks didn't get negative four, so he put him on the bench. But if he'd have had those three points, that could have made a difference in the final standings. We'll see. Obviously, a wins, you don't want to risk getting a loss, so I get the choice. In the next matchup, we had Smitty versus McCann. That came down to Monday night. McCann was down by quite a bit, and he had Tom Brady and Chris Olave left in the game. And if anybody watched that Monday night game, it was pretty much nobody scored anything until the very end of the match. And, and uh, I mean, it was a last-minute touchdown, actually, in the fourth quarter that pulled McCann over. Very disappointing for Smitty. And, and really a lot of people, because it puts Smitty at, um, you know, seven and six with a high point total. He's probably getting in. But it also, but more importantly, it puts McCann at one of those six and seven teams. And he has a fairly high point total. There are a lot of people rooting for Smitty to win this game. I know I was one of them. Because McCann could go on a run here. Plus McCann's opponent this last week is Urban. And so he should win that. He's favored to win. And so that helps him a lot. By the way, uh, all those three matchups, I picked the winner. I picked Rayford to win. I picked LaRoche to win. I picked McCann to win. This next matchup, really no playoff importance. Um, Dad versus Jordan. I picked Jordan to win, but Dad won. It did put Dad at 6-7, and seven, and so he's got about a 0.3% chance of making the playoffs. He needs a lot of people to lose, and he needs a lot of points, so it's probably not happening. Uh, it, yeah, I don't think anybody's ever outscored four teams each by 100 points. Maybe more. Probably more. So, if more than anything, this put Jordan has clinched the last number, the twelfth ranked spot, and so we need to talk about. I don't remember what his punishment's going to be, but he definitely, definitely gets it. And I, I picked Jordan to win. Dad won. This was the one I got wrong. I did go five and one this week. The next matchup was Christopher versus Nick. I picked Christopher to win. Nick's team really didn't show up. Uh, Christopher, he won with less than 130 points. He got one of those undeserved wins where he was a bottom six score. Going into Monday night, this game was undecided. So I think the final score was Christopher won by about 13 points, if my memory serves me correctly. Let's just go look. So Christopher won 130 to 115. So yeah, about 15 points, 16 points. And, um, yeah, so, but Christopher got a very early touchdown from Taysom Hill. And the whole time, Nick's just like, where the hell's Kamara? How come Kamara's not showing up? And he never did. And so Nick, uh, you know, I think initially he was, if I remember, he was 70% favored to win. And that ended up, you know, really low, really fast when Kamara wasn't playing in there. But the biggest consequences of this week were Christopher's losses. He lost Lamar Jackson probably for the fantasy football playoffs, or at least when he comes back, you don't really know. And, and maybe even Kenneth Walker. Now, Kenneth Walker, the injury maybe isn't so bad. He might just lose him for one week, and uh, this week doesn't really matter. Christopher would like the two seed, especially so that he can get Kenneth Walker health, healthy and maybe figure out his QB2 situation. All right, in the last matchup, I played fantasy football expert, and my luck has run out. I had... Actually, I could tell you, I had the third lowest, oh no, I'm sorry, the second lowest score of anybody in any week. I had 78 points. It wasn't as low as Smitty's week 11 score. We had 63, 
but it was the second lowest, which is which is nice for Nick because Nick is no longer in the bottom five. His week three score of 87 is no longer there. So 78.5, pretty awful score, and I pretty much earned that score. No, you know, when I've when my only high scoring player is Nick Chubb and he gets eight points, that and Jeff Wilson gets 0.3 points, Michael Pittman gets five points. I mean, come on. It's it's a little shocking I had anything. You look at my team. I got, oh, you know what? I had 18 points for my kicker, Robbie Gold, and 10 points for my defense. After that, my next highest score was 13 points from Tannehill. So this was an awful week. Deshaun Watson also sucked for me. So fantasy football experts didn't really have to do much. He did fine. I mean, he got double-digit scores from Tua, Chase, McLaurin, Barkley, Pacheco. Even Evan Ingram had more points than anybody on my team. So good job, you. I noticed you dropped Evan Ingram. I tried to pick him up. I saw Jordan got him. I, I was going to choose between Dulcich and Ingram. God, I don't really have to make the choice because I'm sure I would have chosen wrong. All right, that was last week. Let's uh, let's go into this week's match. I'm doing this out of order. I didn't do anything in the middle of the reviews and previews, so that's okay. Let's go into this week's matchups. Matchups. All right, the first matchup we've got fantasy football expert versus Amanda. Fantasy football expert is the two seed with a win. He pretty much guarantees the two seed and a buy in week one. Amanda is the seven seed and she needs to win to get in. If she does win, I think she's got a really good shot to get win because to get a win. Because remember, there will, I don't think I specifically said this. There will be a seven and seven team. In the playoffs, because with me and the Roach both being at seven and six, and we're playing each other, one of us is going to be seven and seven. So there has to be a seven and seventeen in that number six spot. There could be, there could even be two seven and six teams if Smitty loses, or seven and seven teams if Smitty loses. But Amanda has the third highest point total of anybody, any of those seven and six, six and seven teams. So if Amanda wins, she's in good shape to to make the playoffs here. Um, however, I am not picking uh, – Amanda is favored, by the way. I mentioned that earlier. Um, I'm not going to go with her, though. I think I think fantasy football expert is going to win. Um, if Saquon Barkley is hurt and doesn't play, I'll be pretty shocked. This is a very important game for the Giants in general in their playoff um, chances. And so they're going to want Barkley out there, even if he's not healthy. I mean, I don't even know. what Matt Breida, I think he's their backup. Ooh, I wonder if he's on the wire. I should go check that out. Yeah, if he's out, then the next best player that fantasy football expert has is Gus Edwards. And that's just not going to do do much. Although Amanda doesn't, you know, she has a running back, running back situation in herself. She did get James Cook, who looks like he could be the starter in Buffalo now. So that is helpful. Um, Swift is, is getting more reps. So, you know. Um, but I'm going to call fantasy football expert to win. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Amanda still has Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow. Uh, so fantasy football, is, fantasy football expert is going to have to come out ready to play. But I think with DeAndre Hopkins on Monday night, I'm going to say he has an awesome game and pulls ahead and fantasy football expert wins. There might be a lot of people watching this game, watching that Monday night game, hoping for a big, big turnout from Hopkins. All right, the next matchup, we got McCann versus Urban. McCann is favored by a lot. Kudos to Urban, a much better year. Uh, it looks like, though, he's 
he's not going to get 10th place. Actually, let me go look at that. So right now, Urban's in 11th. Yeah, it's impossible. Urban has already clenched the 11th place. Um, that's, that's a bummer. Dad looks like he's probably going to be 10th. Unless, of course, I lose. Actually, I have a lot more points than Dad. I don't know. I have less. I take it back. I have, I have the second least points in the league. I have no business being where I am. Yeah, okay, what was I saying? Uh, McCann's favored by a lot. And then um, also the big thing that Urban's had going for him was Devontae Adams. He only had 10 points on that Thursday night game. You know, Trevor Lawrence is also questionable. It's probably going to have to – Jacoby Myers is out. So Urban's kind of dealing with some things right now. And McCann's had a pretty high total the last several weeks. Um, and, and looking at the projection even, I think McCann's projected low – He's got Daniel Jones and Tom Brady, both around 15, 16 points in the projection. And I, I, I think one of them is going to go for 20. I think that's the, uh, that's the minimum for, uh, for a starting quarterback of those guys' caliber. caliber. All right. Next matchup, we've got the number one seed, Rayford, and a game that doesn't matter for him going against Dad. Dad is the number 10 seed, and he's got pretty much no chance to make the playoffs um, but I'm going to call this my lock of the week. This matchup is Michael's locked and loaded. Surefire, bet your mama's on, push all the chips in. 100% guaranteed lock of the week, baby. Rayford, even though Justin Fields is on a bye, he, I think he's still going to win. He got four and a half from Derek Carr. So, you know, crazier things have happened. So he's got a bad start to this week already. But I think Dad just doesn't have the firepower at all. Um, with, when Brees Hall went down for Dad's team, that's when his, that's when his season kind of really folded. All right. Next matchup, we've got Jordan versus Nick. Jordan's the 12 seed. Nick's the 9 seed. But Nick is 6 and 7 and has a chance for the playoffs. But Nick had a had a... I think he had a bad score last week. Let me look. Let me. I don't want to sound like an idiot. So I, but I know it was like two weeks ago. He wasn't great. Yeah, Nick had 115 last week, and then the week before he had 125. So he's not putting out a lot. Meanwhile, Jordan's team is getting healthier. I've been saying that all year, but it's not. It's a little too late. Too little, too late. However, he does have some healthy running backs there. He did pick up um, the Baltimore Tyler Hundley guy. The Baltimore quarterback since Lamar is out. So I'm going to go with Jordan's team here. A little bit of my heart because if Nick wins, I don't want Nick pulling ahead of me in the rankings after I lose. So I'm going to go with Jordan. All right, then we got Smitty versus Christopher. This was lining up to be the, you know, number two seed matchup. But fantasy football expert eked out a win and then... Smitty lost, so that's not really that anymore. Christopher's not going to like this, but his team is not great right now. I'm going to pick Smitty to win this game. Um, I do think that with Lamar Jackson, Kenneth Walker out, Christopher's hurting um, at quarterback and running back. So Smitty's also been rather unlucky lately. The last two weeks, he's had a top six scoring loss. So I'm going to go with Smitty on this one. Um, just, just yeah. And also, Christopher, I know you're starting Jarek McKinnon. Go with Michael Carter. I'd go with Michael Carter there. He's, uh, he's going to get those dump-offs. Mike White, Michael Carter, they're a thing. When they came together, when they played together last year, they were, oh, man, Carter went off that week. All right, and then the last matchup, we've got me versus Lurch. And I keep looking at this, trying to figure out a way I could describe a situation in which I would win. 
And I just don't see it. I truly, LaRoche has got me beat at every position. The only one that's close is wide receiver. I I did get lucky and I got 12 points from Van Jefferson on a last second touchdown. I wasn't even awake for that. Kind of a bummer. I stayed awake trying to stay awake to watch that. Uh, you know, I, I do maybe, I am a little bit hopeful that, you know, Nick Chubb can go off. Jeff Wilson gets a lot of passes. I'm ho- I've am i got a little bit. Kyler Murray could go off. One of the reasons why I'm predicting DeAndre Hopkins. But I just think that, you know, he's already got 20 from Josh Jacobs. So he's kind of online to get what's projected. Um, he already got 12 points from his freaking kicker. Kickers are stupid. If I lose this game because of kickers, I swear I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick you in the nuts. LaRoche. So, yeah, anyway, I think I'm probably going to lose. I think I'm going to lose, and I think I'm not going to make the playoffs. And even if I did make the playoffs, it's not like I can project me to win anything in the playoffs. My team's not great. So there you go. That is the week before the playoffs. Enjoy, everybody. Good luck to – actually, you know what? Not good luck to everybody except the Roach. I'm saying good luck to – what I really want to happen is I want fantasy football expert to win. I want Urban to win. I want dad to win, or that urban dad, I don't really care. I mean, Rayford versus dad, I don't really care who wins. Nick versus Jordan, I want Jordan to win. Christopher versus Smitty, I want Christopher to win. Pretty much on all of these, I pick the person who's not, you know, six and seven or seven and six. So, yeah, let's go for that. But ultimately, I need a win to get in. If I don't win, I'm out, and I'm probably not going to win. All right, good luck, everybody. Bye. Bye.